You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Broadcasting from a hidden rebel fortress long forgotten since the days of the Clone Wars, Commanders Michael Cohen, Matthew Krenke, and their daring crew lead a rebel cell dedicated to bringing you stories of adventure and excitement from across the galaxy. Join them for tales of heroes from the dawn of the Resistance stretching back to the Old Republic. Tales of Jedi and Sith, rebels and Imperials, technological terrors, and fantastic creatures. Legends so great, you won't believe them. But it's true. All of it. So what are you waiting for? Strap in and get ready to make the jump with Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast. And welcome back to Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast for our Forces of Destiny recap. I'm your host, Cassie Sketch, and today we're talking Season 2, Episode 7 of Forces of Destiny, which is The Path Ahead. Um, I'm going to go ahead and apologize for any outside no- noises. Um, I'm going on vacation later today, which is Friday, um, so I've had to make, uh, I've had to improvise uh, recording this week's episode, um, and additionally with that, uh, there will not be a- an episode of the Forces of Destiny recap next week because I will be out of the country um, and therefore unable to record. But I'm hoping that so. We'll be back after that and then uh, the week after I get back will be um, Star Wars Celebration and so there will be plenty to talk with there um, and so I'm excited for that. Um, But this week we have this episode um, that I'm going to be editing in the car um, and hopefully uploading um, on some shoddy hotel Wi-Fi. Um, but hopefully everything's going to work out. If you're if you're hearing this, a lot of things went right. <laughs> anyway, this week we have a little bit of news. Um, starting out with, I'm sure everybody has seen the supposedly leaked episode 9 poster that has been circulating the internet um and my friend sent this to me right away and he was like my brother sent this and I I was I was busy at the time so I hadn't I hadn't been on any social media and he sent it to me he was like my brother says this is real and I took one look at it and I'm positive that the picture of Daisy in the poster has been recycled from something else and I'm I'm sure John's picture was from another movie that he's done recently. You know, he's been doing a lot of action-esque movies. Um, and I don't think... I was looking at the picture, and first of all, if it was a leaked poster, and it wasn't meant to have gotten out, I'd imagine that the title would have been on it. And since there is no title, um, that is showing me a little bit that, that of course, this isn't real. Um... And Lucasfilm and Disney are too good at keeping secrets to let something like that leak. Um, 
although whoever made it did a very good job with adding some like new characters people we didn't notice but just looking at it I was thinking well a lot of these look like recycled pictures and I I think that we are not going to be seeing uh, Kylo with a mask in episode 9 um, I think that, that path, that's behind him um, as of Snoke's death uh, so immediately seeing this it looked really good but it isn't real like I'm not it might there's the slightest chance it is but we I, we know better than that at this point anybody who thinks it's real is grasping for things and I think that's why this kind of took off because I'm sure a lot of people make fake posters like this and you know it is like a it's a fan thing it's fan art but we are so desperate for anything at this point that we're grasping at straws and we're even though there's glaring like things I mean if you look at the poster really closely C-3PO is holding a bowcaster um he did, I mean, technically in episode two, he did uh, carry a blaster, but it wasn't really his body. It was a battle droid's body, which is made for carrying a blaster, but that's beside the point. It's just very obvious that this isn't real, and we can just push that aside, but um, we are just so desperate for things at this point, and in two weeks, when we get to Celebration, we will have the poster. We will have a title. We will have probably a teaser, uh, hopefully. Um, I'm very sad I'm not going to be able to make it to the uh, Episode 9 panel. Um, I'm only going Saturday and Sunday, but... Um, obviously there will be a lot of information coming out at that panel and there will be live streams and we'll all be able to understand know what's happening and get all that information which it's so close it's so close and I think that even though this poster was fake it definitely started hyping me up for episode 9 because we I, we haven't gotten any information and so while I know it's there, it's not, like, something I'm actively thinking about, other than the fact that, like, oh, we haven't gotten any Episode 9 news. Um, we should probably have gotten some by now? Question mark? Something's wrong? But, uh, even though this is a fake poster, uh, it still got me excited, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm very much now looking forward to Celebration and getting to learn more, um, if I wasn't already. Oh, and also, on uh, on Twitter, even Mark Hamill said, you know, this is just a lovely fan. Uh, it's it's just fan art. You know, Mark Hamill said it's not real. Now, we do know that <laughs> we're not entirely able to trust anything Mark Hamill says, um, but I think him as a person wouldn't deny it if it was real. So, <sighs> it was a nice hoax. <laughs> But, I mean, the second I saw it, I was like, that's fake. But I know a lot of other people did think it was real. Um, and so that's exciting for them <laughs> that they got that little moment of hope. Um, but I guess I'm just too cynical at this point when it comes to Star Wars news and hoping. Um, because, you know, it's been months of hoping and now we're just, you know, there's nothing to hope for. We're waiting. Two more weeks. We're almost there. Two more weeks. Alright, also, in news, if you guys follow me on Twitter... This is this this has to do with the news because it clicked in my head later that night and I was I was it was weird. So okay, if you follow me on Twitter, you might have noticed that 
um, I tweeted something about Count Dooku not having a first name, and I tagged Pablo Dago. I was like, we need answers. And less than two minutes after I sent the tweet, he replied to it. My phone was blowing up for like two days. And he basically said, you know, George, George Lucas didn't want to give him a name. Publishing tried to give him a name. Lucas nixed it. He doesn't have a name. He probably won't. I was I was freaking out. I was sitting there, you know, me and my friend, me and Oliver, who I always talk about, and he helped me a lot uh, with this episode here um, because I am doing it kind of rushed and uh, last minute. <laughs> but uh, he he had, he he and I were having a discussion about Dooku, and we were like, oh, he really doesn't. And we were looking through Wikipedia for a good fifteen minutes, and then I tweeted it because like it was a joke. Um, we were losing it when Pablo uh, replied. Um, and then later that day, I get back on Twitter and I see that a Dooku novel has been announced. And it kind of clicked in my head that, oh, like, I think, I think, I think him replying and, and the novel being announced, like, he wouldn't have replied if there wasn't that novel. Um, and so I thought that was really, I just thought that was funny. And I, uh, I'm now excited to see that novel because maybe there we might get that information there, but it's also, I just, it was funny to me and it was a funny way for that news to come to me, um, in the first place. Um, but we will be having a Dooku and Ventress backstory-esque novel, kind of Clone Wars era time. And I'm really excited for this. Um, I think we get a little bit of backstory with both of those characters, but we haven't gone all the way. And I think, at least for me, um, Ventress is, uh, we kind of have a sequence of her Jedi Master being killed and she was taken in. Um, but we not never really learned what happened there. We just kind of got, got the sequence there. And I have a vague idea of what was going on, what why Dooku left the Jedi, but... You know, there is there is a lot of muddy stuff there and um, not a whole ton of information about those characters. And that's something I'm really excited for. And they do not announce books very often that I'm like, I cannot wait for this to come out. There are rarely things that I'm as excited for this novel as I am. Um, I have not been as into the novels lately as I would like to be. I used to be very caught up. I'd read like all but three at one point and then there was just like a flood and now I have a stack of books in my room that I will be taking with me um, on this trip I'm taking next week because I need to get caught up regardless I'm so excited for this and I think it's gonna it's gonna be great to be able to tie in to um, the Dark Disciple book um, I think that like Star Wars likes to do we were going to be able to read this book and then go back to Dark Disciple and find things um, there. So it'd be interesting if, you know, even if we had like a Quinlan Voss uh, cameo uh, within, uh, I think it's, I don't remember, I do not remember what the title of the Dooku book is. I'm just going to call it the Dooku book. But if we got some kind of cameo in there, um, because if you've read the Dark Disciple novels, uh, it's complicated, but Dooku, it, whatever. It has to do with Dooku, Ventress, and Quinlan. And so I think it would be an interest, it would be an interesting thing to see that on a separate space, but of course Quinlan Voss doesn't need to be in this. I'm, ex I'm excited to see these two characters. I'm excited to um, explore that relationship that they had because it was obviously, you know, an odd 
sort of relationship because she wasn't really technically a Sith. She was like the fake out apprentice. Um, and I wonder if she knew that. And I wonder if that's something that I'm, I'm interested to see a little bit more about. Um, and I think it'll, it'll also carry into the Clone Wars, you know, when Dooku tries to kill her and all those things. And, you know, when he finally does kill her in the Dark Disciple book, sorry, spoilers, but I'm just like, I'm not often excited for books and I'm very much excited for this one. Um, I didn't, I didn't even write down when it comes out. But I think it's a fully casted audio novel. That's what I do know, is that they're doing that, which will be really cool. I'm not one to listen to audiobooks the whole time, which is odd because I am a podcast person and I, I listen to podcasts, I do a podcast, and you'd think I'd like audiobooks a little bit more than I do, but I think they're expensive and it's a whole thing. Um, but I think that's going to be something I'm really excited to check out. I don't think we've had a whole ton of that, um, at, at least not within Star Wars. Um, I have listened like slightly to some of the audiobooks that we've had with Star Wars, and while they might get someone interest, someone good interesting to narrate, it something that always pulls me out of audiobooks is that it's the same person talking. And at least in my head, you know, at least in your head you can kind of change the voice and make people's voices sound different for dialogue but obviously when it's an audiobook and it's one person talking like they can try their best but it's not going to be exactly how it needs to be i think it's going to be interesting i'm hoping that they are getting um our voice actors from the clone wars to come back for this um might be a tall ticket but i mean i think that'd be really cool and i think they'd be missing such a big opportunity if they didn't do that um, oh, I'm just, I'm so excited for this, and just, I, I haven't been this excited for an announcement in a while, um, and so I'm really, I'm just, I cannot wait to get my hands on this book, um, and it's gonna be really interesting when it gets here, and I don't usually talk about books when they're announced, but this one, obviously, the Twitter thing happened, um, but, I don't know, I'm just also excited for it, I love Clone Wars era, um, and those are some characters we don't know that much about. Um, Alright, last bit of news. Not really news, um, but I thought it was, was kind of interesting. Is that large strollers are not allowed at Galaxy's Edge. Um, because they're expecting there to be a lot of people um, heading there. Which I don't blame. Um, I was at Disney World a couple months ago. And strollers are really annoying. Um, they get in the way of a lot of people. Now I'm wondering how this is gonna translate to wheelchairs. I'm sure they they obviously cannot say you can't have a wheelchair at Galaxy's Edge, um, but will they get mad at like an excessively large wheelchair or are there going to be places where you physically cannot get through if you are wider than XYZ? Um, I don't think so. I think that that's something that nobody really needs to worry about. But that was kind of the first thing that came to my mind. Um, but also, I think the first couple months, and I apologize, somebody's mowing the grass right now. I can't do anything about that. Um, I think the first couple months of Galaxy's Edge, we're not going to need to worry about strollers at all. Because um, I think the most people who are planning on going uh, when it first opens are diehard Star Wars fans or, you know, Disney Pass holders. Um, and... 
while it is made for kids, we all know that Star Wars audience skews adult and uh, the people who are going to throw down the money to do this are not going to be bringing their kids these first few months uh, because it is going to be crowded and um, it's an, it's kind of a commitment to want to go to do this unless you have um, a pass but even then there are blackout dates and all that crazy stuff going on that I don't I barely even understand but I don't think they're really gonna have to worry about strollers that much at least for the first couple months I think once things die down a little bit strollers will be more of a problem but I can also see that like of course when things die down there'll be less people so there will be more room for people to have their strollers but who knows it is a smart rule to be making um, just in the in the event that there are a lot of people bringing young children which I think would be a mistake to be honest at least the first few months that um, Galaxy's Edge is open because it's gonna be just a lot of adults doing nerdy stuff um, I'm not saying don't take your kids to Galaxy's Edge of course take your kids to Galaxy's Edge but those first few months that that's gonna be crazy you're gonna lose your kid like you gotta walk in and say this is the meeting spot if we lose you um, like you do anytime you go someplace but or at least like my family does every time we go someplace we lost my brother at a fair once for like two hours and it was like in a parking lot like it wasn't a big fair and I had to sit on the curb for two hours while all my friends were playing because we couldn't find my brother and my parents don't want to lose me anyway <laughs> that's just there were a lot of people there so that it, I always think about that when I think about there's a lot of people going to be someplace and there's gonna be a lot of kids there so I don't know I guess I guess it's a good idea I just thought that that was I thought that was an interesting thing they did I don't think they've done this before I know they're banning smoking which I also made a comment to my cousin who does work at Disney I said well now the angry parents who are at Disney are gonna be even angrier but uh, of course banning smoking at Disney is a great idea <laughs> I can't believe it's taken that long uh, for it to happen but uh, that's aside from the point. Let's go on and get into the episode. Calculate the jump, Chop. How is my boyfriend doing? Maybe I can help you. I am Boba Fett. What was that? What was what? The throwing and the falling. Over there. Don't think about it. Kenobi. Hand it over, Ewok. No. So you mean to tell me you were staging a rescue, not attempting to hijack a Jedi starship? You're welcome. Now it's time for the Rebel Cells episode recap. On Dagobah, Yoda and R2-D2 are watching Luke Skywalker as he trains as a Jedi. Luke exclaims that he got it, but Yoda disagrees. Luke then falls off a tree. Yoda tells him that he must concentrate. Luke protests that he was and tells Yoda that for a moment he could see a path through the trees. Luke admits that he didn't want Yoda to miss it. Yoda points out that he, put, that he missed the branch. Yoda surmises that Luke's mind is ahead of his body. Luke says that he will give it another go, and Yoda responds that he will come with him this time. 
Luke says that it'll be easier if he can follow Yoda, but Yoda tells him that Luke will carry him, him instead. Luke is incredulous and says that he can't look out for himself. Yoda tells Luke to concentrate or they will fall. Yoda admits that it'll be worse for him than Luke, while R2-D2 beeps. Luke carries Yoda in a backpack on top of a tree. When Skywalker asks where they should go, Yoda remarks that some paths are clear while others are perilous. He tells Luke that his mind and body must walk the same path before telling Luke to run. Empowered by the Force, Luke leaps and runs over the giant branches. Luke steps on a broken branch and he and Yoda fall. R2-D2 squeaks in fright, but, but Luke manages to grab a trunk. Luke says it is enough for today, but Yoda tells him to close his eyes. Yoda tells, then tells a blind Luke not to co concern himself with what he sees, but rather to see inside the trees and branch branches and to feel the air. Yoda covers Luke's eyes with his hands and tells him to run. Luke leaps over the branches and trees, using the forest as his guide. As they come to a stop, Luke tells Yoda that he could see the branches in his head and could also see a path. Yoda smiles and tells Luke to trust what he sees and not what he thinks he sees. Luke understands and Yoda tells him that they will not they will now climb the vines, which are much which are more difficult than the trees. R2D2 beeps as Luke whines about having to do more climbing. He asks Yoda if they're trying to get somewhere, and Yoda says, always. So this episode is very different uh, than any of the episodes of Forces of Destiny that we've had in the past. Because this episode does not feature any female characters, which initially when watching this episode, I was like, I was really confused because I thought that highlighting female characters was the point of Forces of Destiny. But as we get into it, I think that it's also important, you know, that we're not just highlighting what the girls can do and we are able to learn from our male characters because they have historically played a different part um, in the story and can teach us different lessons than the girls can um, where it's less about you can do whatever anybody else can do um, but it's more about you know you need to calm down and uh, feel yourself know what's going on around you and think clearly um, I think it was how you would translate that to Earth and and the goings-on of real-life people. So while at first this kind of, I think it bothered me just a little bit, um, I don't mind it at all. I, I still think it's just a little odd um, that they had made such a point for the first season and the first six episodes of this season to keep it just girls, um, and then suddenly they throw in a boy and there's kind of no explanation for it, but, um, I mean, you only have so many stories for the girl, for the female characters, um, which isn't to say that, you know, the female characters aren't great, and that there's not good things going on there, but since we have not, we don't have as many, um, and they are not as, not, not as, not, not as important as the male characters, but, Historically, throughout the films, at least for the um, original and sequel trilogy, or prequel, the original and prequel trilogy, you know, they were not our main characters and our main heroes. So there are a lot more heroic stories to tell with the guys. Um, 
and it's good that we're getting to explore these because I think that's an important <laughs> that's a, a something that I, is important about Forces of Destiny is a thing that is important about Forces of Destiny is that we are getting information that we didn't need but it's really interesting to see it um and talking about this episode with uh, my friends shout out Oliver um you know he said the same thing it's like we don't need that information but it's really interesting to get to see it um like you know Luke's carrying Yoda on his back and you know we get and we we see that uh empire and we're like what why are you what why is he on your back and it's uh, it's not explained we didn't really need it to be explained but it's really cool that we did get it explained here and it's not hurting anybody to get that information I think um and it's it was just something that was interesting to see it was also just we got it's it's all related to the canon but it is you know Luke learning the force we are learning how not learning the force but we only have a limited area within uh empire and jedi and 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 a new hope to really see luke learning the ways of the jedi um and throughout some of the other uh you know the clone wars the prequels the sequels where we've also gotten to see a lot we've gotten to see a lot more of what that entails and how that training works um that wasn't initially I think completely actualized uh within Lucas's mind uh while they were making the original trilogy so it's good for them to come back in here and say oh well he did do this and this and this and so it's it's bringing a little bit more of just like everybody else into the way that Luke eventually, you know, becomes a Jedi, um, and becomes uh, not one of the better Jedis, but one of the people he, he knows what he's doing, I guess, in a way, um, not really, gosh, Star Wars is confusing nowadays, I was, I was glad that we got to see that uh, a little bit more, um, it, it wasn't exactly glossed over, um, but, there are things that we've seen that we never really got to see with Luke. And I feel like in a, almost a way, at least for me, you know, the story of Luke, Leia, and Han is is almost disconnected um, from the rest of Star Wars in a way. Um, because I think we do those stories with them are isolated because I think we're scared to touch them. We're scared to go into the original trilogy era uh, when it comes to storytelling now. Um, And so we're not getting as many things that are going to tie in to other things that happened uh, within the original trilogy. And, And that has to do with, you know, Lucas didn't know that it was going to be this big in 40 years and that we were going to, there would be millions of spinoffs and books and movies and TV shows and all this. So there aren't things that have been embedded in uh, the original trilogy that can be pulled out and made into, uh, a, made into something else and made into meaning more than it already did. Um, but I think we're also scared to, to change anything or add anything because that era is so beloved and so well known. But this is, doing these episodes with Luke, Leia, Han, 
within the original trilogy era, I think is helping bridge the gap that I, I, at least I see between the original trilogy is kind of on an island, disconnected from everything else. And of course it has to do with everything else, but it's not, it's like, I visualize my web and the original trilogy is like in the middle, but it's only attached by like three strings and it should be attached by like way more. And those are big, hearty strings, but there are not little strands that are going every which way inside of the original trilogy. Um, and this added a little strand, and I liked that, and I appreciate that. Um, because I think that it's, it's good for us to make those connections, which they've grown throughout Star Wars. You know, we have themes that span throughout Star Wars, and this one put one this episode of forces of destiny was able to instill one of those themes into the original trilogy which is you know trust what you see trust what you feel not what you see Qui-Gon you know saying trust your instincts in episode one you know and it's all always there's a lot of that <laughs> you know um throughout star wars it, you have obviously Qui-Gon says that in episode one you know you have Anakin who sees his vision but you know that's wrong <laughs> and it ruins a lot of stuff because he followed what he saw and not what he knew was right um you know episode four even just with that and that is a place where things connect in you know uh luke in the trench run turning off his nav computer you know not looking what you see what you feel um and then in uh, episode eight, you know, uh, Ray and Kylo saw this vision of each other becoming, coming together as a team, and they trusted that, and it was wrong, um, as far as we know now. Um, and so that's, I think that was a good place for them to add one of those in, one of those themes in back into the original trilogy and putting that and creating that kind of connecting it to the however many other points of uh the web that have that um and so that's kind of where I leave this episode really is that I th I just thought it was really it was a really good way to bridge gaps um and that was a really good connection that was made for this and for everything else. Um, and that's really good to see. Um, and I love it when Forces of Destiny does develop things more. Um, because I think we're... I wouldn't have really noticed that. I think if I had taken enough time to really look at the movies and like try to think about the themes... Um, you know, writing down the themes in each, whatever, analyzing pe what things people say and trying to find the connections that way. Of course I could get it eventually, but Force of Destiny is really good about pinpointing it. It says, this is the lesson, and it has to do with other things too, so look and find what it has to do with. Um, and we've, I found out what it has to do with, and so that's really cool. Um, and so... That's all I really have with this episode. Um, it wasn't very eventful, but I did appreciate the fact that we got that big, big, that connector within the web, um, at least thematically. Um, 
but that's all we really have for this week and I again will not uh, there will not be a forces of destiny recap next week um, but there will be one the week after um, but thank you for listening and as always you can stay up to date and all the latest in Star Wars animation news by heading to rebelcells.com you can also follow us on Facebook at rebels podcast and on or you can also you can add us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rebels podcast and on Twitter at rebels podcast you can follow us on Instagram at Rebel Cells. You can follow me on uh, Twitter at Cassie Scutch. That's C-A-S-S-I-E-S-C-U-T-C-H. And of course, we're part of the Thunderquack Network. Head to thunderquack.com to check out all the other podcasts in the network. And if you'd like to support us, you can do that in two ways. First, by heading to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch. Um, or by heading to patreon.com patreon.com slash thunderquack and pledging your support. Your monthly pledge gives you access to cool exclusives like the Thunder Quack Podcast and the Thunder Quack group on Facebook. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will be back. uh, Oh, what's the next episode? I don't know. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode and hopefully some news pre-celebration? Question mark? Kind of. Um, Alright, I'll talk to you guys then. Okay, so quick update. Uh, If you noticed... This episode was actually uh, way later than it was supposed to be, and as I said earlier um, at the beginning, uh, a lot of things were going to have to go right for me to get this out on time, and those things did not happen, and then I was obviously out of the country and could not uh, get this out, so this is actually the week after, um, and so when I say we'll have a week period uh, that won't have an episode, uh, I lied. That was last week, uh, not this week. And there will be another episode later this week before celebration. Um, So if you're still listening now, you get that info. But if you logged off earlier, then you don't. But that's neither here nor there. Um, Just wanted to put that in the end here uh, so you guys know uh, kind of what happened there. And there will be an episode later this week. All right. Bye. Bye.